a handyman really is a critical role in renovating. And if you can get someone who is good, that can just make your job so much easier. So by good, I mean someone who is reliable, is time efficient, has a great attitude and is cost effective. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Hello, hello everyone. It's Bernadette back with another episode of She Renovates and I have my little apprentice Harriet here today. I've got her up here at the desk because She took off with my notes and chewed them, so she can't be trusted, unsupervised, so there we go. So we've just finished the Newcastle project, and I always learn something from a project. Learned in this project is the value of a really good handyman. So one of the problems that we had in the project is we really couldn't nail that carpenter in a team member, and so as a result, it made it quite challenging. But I thought that it was a good time while it's all fresh in my memory to, I guess, think about the tasks that a handyman does in a project. And because it really is a critical role in renovating. And if you can get someone who is good, that can just make your job so much easier. So by good, I mean someone who is reliable, is time efficient, has a great attitude and is cost effective. And that's why I think a handyman is a great option. Often they are qualified carpenters and they will do a job to completion. So like often I've had carpenters who will do this and won't do that and and so you end up having to bring someone else in. Like it might be a small wall and, and it's got to be flushed and set and paint sanded and painted And you end up having to bring two or three trades in for one small job, whereas if you've got a handyman doing it, provided the handyman is competent, then it is much more cost-effective and it's much less work managing the process. So we're going to cover some of the things that we use a handyman for in a project. So the first one is a biggie, it's flat pack. Okay, so flat pack kitchens, wardrobe, vanities, whatever you choose to do with a flat pack, it's great to have someone on your team that is able to install that flat pack and modify it. Now, it really is uh, good if that person has experience with flat packs. I think you'd go a long way to find a handyman that hasn't, but that is quite important. Otherwise, the first couple will be long and slow. But once that your handyman is competent, that's a massive time saver and money saver. So we were doing a project in Queensland a few years ago in and basically I, I got an IKEA kitchen and I had the most amazing handyman. He was actually shared with me by one of our renovators and he was awesome. He had that kitchen in in a day on his own and so it was pretty amazing. Nothing was too much trouble. He could do anything. He was just amazing. So flat packs are definitely one thing. The next thing is 
Let's say you've got old wardrobes in your renovation, old crummy wardrobes, the 40s and 50s ones with those yucky old shelves, often they're wallpapered inside and just plain ugly. So what you can do is rip off the doors, rip out the, uh, if they've had it, if the doors are decent or you can just take the hardware off. But last time we did this, the doors weren't. So take it all out get the handyman to construct new shelving and hanging and install new doors and hardware and then you have a brand new wardrobe in the same recess as the old one was constructed. So it's not like with the flat pack you have the carcasses that fit in with this. No, you just use the space. Presumably the walls are in good condition, so paint the internal walls first so you're not having to paint between shelving and get your shelving installed and doors on and there you go so the last time I did this it cost around $600 per wardrobe and that was all new internals new doors new hardware and the doors were actually custom made to suit the size of the opening so a cost-effective way of getting a really good outcome So a job that you can engage a handyman for is installing off-the-shelf glass, like shower screens and fencing and balustrading. So you can buy that from lots of places, including Bunnings. Bunnings is not the best, I don't think, but you can. And, And then you can have a handyman or carpenter install it. Now, it's a good idea with shower screens to coordinate with your tiler because the tiler can actually install a channel into your tiling so that when the the screen comes along, you're not seeing the fixing. It's quite flush and that's a much better outcome. Of course, with lots of these jobs, if it's a single person, then you need to be around to give them a hand because managing a glass shower screen on your own is almost impossible, so you need a second person. So just be mindful of that. The next thing is installing off-the-shelf blinds, another great time and cost-saving exercise. So you can get roller blinds, you can get micro-venetians, you can get wooden timber venetians, all sorts of configurations. And so basically measure up your window, go off and buy the blinds and then engage your handyman to fit them And sometimes they need cutting down, so that can also be done. And there you have a cost-effective and quick way of installing blinds. Okay, so the next one is adding finishing touches to your exterior. So we've done lots of this recently. So I shared in an earlier episode that we bought a fence off Marketplace. It had been... Um, removed, was almost new, about two years old, had been removed from a house in Marrickville. So we shipped it up to Newcastle in panels and joint venture team actually installed the fence. But the our handyman actually made a gate from leftover panels so that we can completely close off the backyard. So basically he rebuilt a panel to suit the opening of the driveway and installed that gate. Building awnings over windows, so the character homes in particular have little awnings over the windows. You can have your handyman person do that. Install retractable blinds. So we installed a retractable awning over the back door and deck of the house, sort of the rear entertainment area. 
So obviously the electrician needs to establish the power source, but then actually making up the awning and getting it up on the wall is a handyman job. And that way you can install an awning very cost-effectively. The next one is building a deck or pergola. So there's some of the external works that can be done. Finishing touches to the interior. So three really common ones, the bulkheads over kitchen cabinets, pelmets over um, windows. So if you want to conceal the head of your curtain to have a, a nicer, classier look, then build pelmets. And building screening walls. So we recently did that, did one just outside the bathroom because it was to obscure the view to the toilet because we didn't really want a door opening onto the toilet into a living area, just too much. And so built a screen wall to, um, to screen that off. And it's also a nice design feature as well. Okay, so the next thing is to realise your design ideas. So it's one thing to think up a great idea, but then it's another to actually bring it to life. Well, a handyman will be your friend. So wall panelling, installing wall panelling. On this last project, we used the Laminex Demi-Round, which I absolutely love. That's a handyman job. Building a banquette. So a banquette is like a... Uh, bench seat against the wall, that's a great handyman job. Installing muto dots, installing hanging systems, all those uh, little finishing touches are perfect for a handyman. The next thing is a handyman can create a European laundry for you. So basically in our most recent one, we built stud walls, hung doors on that, and then built cabinetry, flat pack cabinetry inside and shelving to create the European laundry. Number nine is replace doors and hardware. So that can be like we avoid replacing doors unless we absolutely have to because they are a big cost for not a lot of gain unless, of course, you're going for a barn door or something that's um, got some design to it. But hardware, we change the door hardware on most projects so that again, is another uh, task for the handyman. And the last job that we have recently used a handyman for is installing floating floor. So basically he not only installed the floor, he actually laid, leveled up the floor, laid plywood sheeting over the floor because it was a bit up and down and then actually installed the floor. Now, I personally think that the best option for installing floating floors is through the supplier, if possible. Usually they the most cost effective, but when you're in a situation where you can't, the supplier can't or won't install, then your handyman is your next best person. Now, I am sure there are lots of other jobs that a handyman could do, and I'd really love if you would share anything that you've had a handyman do that I haven't already mentioned. So that's it for me for today, and I will look forward to seeing you again next week. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.